This episode is brought to you by Pittsburgh Comics, recently named one of the best comic book stores by the Pittsburgh City Paper. Pittsburgh Comics is the premier comic shop in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, located in McMurray, conveniently near Route 19 and Route 79. Pittsburgh Comic carries a large collection of new and back-issue comics, trade paperbacks, graphic novels, games, statues, action figures, and more. Don't forget Comics Perks. With the Comics Perks program, you can earn points on every purchase you make in the store. You get a point for every dollar spent, and every 100 points can be redeemed for $10 off a future purchase. Go to PittsburghComics.com for more, or follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The comic book pit? Okay. Yeah, that's like good. There's some good meat there. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> like you start. It's kind of like It's cross referencing his meat, so it's time to start. And yeah, it's good. The meat stuff. <laughs> it's tender. <laughs> All right. Well, welcome back to the Comic Book Pit podcast. This is episode 380. Whoa. Yeah, 380. Um, I'm Dan, and with me tonight, we've got. Scott, the meat man, Headland. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and Jared, McChicken, Catherine. I'll take that. That's fine. Uh, hello. Hello. <laughs> the sandwich. We're open on Sunday. Yeah. Not, not, he, he's not, a, he's not a Scottish coward. He's talking about the, uh, um, and also we'd like to, uh, just, uh, we're excited. We want to welcome a a new Patreon sponsor, New Dimension Comics. Oh yeah, we're excited to have them as part of the comic book pit community, and they're they're great. They've always been great to us. Um, they let us record at their stores and interview them. You know, they they they, they always come on the show and we ask them, and um, you know, we we like doing their shows. Uh, we've done podcast panels at three Rivers comic con. And, and speaking of which, even though the, you know, it, it, it's weird, everything is still weird. I mean, we're over a year of uh, pandemic. Everything what's is still the, weird. What's the portmanteau that we're officially using? Is it the quarantine anniversary? Is it a pandemic anniversary? Is it a, <laughs> I like, it, I like quarantine anniversary. Really? Because yeah. I, I, that one really was clumsy coming off the tongue. Yeah. But you can, if that's one you want, I mean, go for it. Um, I just didn't know what, what, what are we, what are we ooh, as society? I mean, we as the comic book pit, and we as society, um, because we're all stunted, you know, developmentally. So we can't just say it's been a year. We have to have a funny little word Pandem- for it. Pandemic? No. <laughs> Pandemia. The pandemium. The pandemium. That, that, that pandemium. Sounds 
that sounds kind of evil, like a like a demon's gonna burst forth or something. That's basically I think that's what a Mad Max sequel, isn't it? In the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, anyways, so you know, obviously, last year, con season completely imploded, rightfully so, because everything was on fire. Uh, this year, I feel like it's 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 getting better. Still on fire, but yes, still on no one fire. cares anymore. It's it's getting. It, I mean, we're coming around a little bit with you know people are masking better, people are getting vaccinated. Um, con season is still not going to be con season. However, it was announced last week that New Dimension Comics, the sponsors of Three Rivers Comic Con, are going to be hosting a different type of Three Rivers Comic Con in May. They're going to be hosting an outdoor two-day event down at the waterfront uh, in Pittsburgh. And it's going to be kind of like a tent city. It's going to be tents (laughs) full of uh, vendors and artists. And it's going to be free for, for, for everyone. Although there will be... I think they're going to do like an early bird shopping special. Yes. I saw that like eight to 10. Yeah. And that's, that's like five bucks, but five bucks, that's whatever. Um, and that's going to be uh, towards the end of May, uh, the, the 22nd and 23rd of May. So that's, I'm, I'm weirdly excited for it. I mean, cautiously excited, I should say. Um, yeah. It, it's, um, it's, it's not going to be, it's still not going to be, the same as what we're used to. Obviously, like there's not going to be it's a, it's going to be a very scaled back version. I think we I think it's compared to the wrong event though. I think it should be compared more to the Kennywood event that they put on. Yeah, that, that, that that's that's a more apt comparison. Yeah. So you know they they've done the Pavilion Con basically at Kennywood. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's going to be I think closer in concept to that. Um, you just walk up, you know and do your shopping like outside mm-hmm. under tents are there guests that i don't think there are i yeah i don't think so i think they're i mean obviously if you're an artist or a creator uh publish self you know small publisher you're free to um, apply for a table uh, which i celebrity which you can do starting on the 15th which is if you're listening to this i don't know when you'll be listening it's already to happened because it, and you've already no road. It's tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> so, but, um, either today or it's already happened. It'll right. be the Ides of March. Um, spaces will be somewhat limited because they're only going to fit in eight tables. They're they're uh, they're only going to fit in eight tables per tent, and uh, these are going to be huge tents, huge like you know big event party tents provided by the uh, the management of the waterfront this isn't like like the new dimension comics is working with the waterfront to make this happen they're actually uh providing a lot of uh support and services which is really cool um but yeah spaces are going to be limited so it's going to be kind of a first come first serve type of thing Uh, so i don't think it's going to be one of those situations where they're going to be bringing in guests i think it's going to be more of a a kind of a, a vendor type of show with, mm-hmm. you know, some artists, artists. Sprinkled in. I think like 
Yeah, I think that's what it is too. Is like a lot of people think, oh, vendors, that's just one thing, but their their definition of vendor includes artisans. So, right, you could have someone there from like uh, you know uh, selling comics, and next door you could have someone you know next table could be someone selling chainmail. I mean, yeah, could, you know, it's it it, it could or, be yeah, or, or uh, leaf cutters. <laughs> no leaf cutters. No leaf cutters? Oh, it's not a Comic-Con if I can't put uh, covers on my yeah. gutters, Scott. Where, where, where is my aluminum siding specialist? I think the, the, fudge, the fudge people are okay. okay. As long as the fudge <laughs> is there, I'll get a quote for my leaf gutters uh, online, I suppose. I, I think <laughs> nice you just watch, watch the news every day. They'll have a phone number up. I'll wait until the I'll wait until the home garden show comes back to the to the day. Yeah. Well, Dan, that's where I go to do my my back issue diving is the long garden show. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome if New Dimension set up the home garden show. I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, and they're like, hey, you always invade. You know, you invade. You come to our. Uh, you come on our turf. I come on your turf. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's up now? Yeah. <laughs> Like, but, um, great. I bet they clean up. You know, we're joking, but how many like oh, people like drag their like kids to that shit? And oh, yeah. kids just like fuck this. I'm buying cheap comics. Well, yeah. not only that, they buy me these this run of star comics like Mad Balls. Like you're yeah, a you five go. year old child. This is a forty year old comic book. Like I want it. I mean, everyone is. Leaf cutters. Fuck off. <laughs> I think everyone is is going to be hungry to go to the show. You know, it's going to be... I think so, too. That's going to be the good thing, for sure, is just to have some sort of outlet for for nerds to uh, look at nerdy things, you know? Scott, this hasn't stopped you. What are you talking? <laughs> I'm speaking for the are you, public. Are you speaking? Here. Okay. Because, yeah, Scott, myself. this is... I so say, you're not deterred by this. You Nothing do your Joy-Cons. You've, the virus itself hasn't even stopped you. You've just been like, pshaw. Like it's just yeah, really. long. I got two. Like I'm going back out there and flipping some toys. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hey, Scott was, I'm, Scott was down for, for a couple weeks, and then he, he then he got back up and he's like, "Get my totes in the car." That's right. Yeah, like I gotta he, keep it rolling. No, yeah, um, the, the virus was like um, Adam Driver, and Scott <laughs> was uh, Mark Hamill, just like brushing it off his shoulder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, it's amazing. Every word you just said is wrong. <laughs> uh, you know, why these toys? Because I, I follow the three rules of COVID prevention. Even if they're not 100%, I follow them. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of follow them. <laughs> I, I follow them as best I can. But Wash your hands? Yep. I think that goes a long way. Mm-hmm. It, I think so, too. And the fact that actually happened yesterday as we were um, – like we were thrifting, we left the thrift store, we stopped at Gecko, and I went into the bathroom and washed my hands thoroughly because I was like, I just touched a bunch of toys. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh god. Oh yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I I definitely yeah I definitely try to wash my hands as often as possible, but we keep multiple tubes of um, uh, oh, hand sanitizer yeah. in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Like like anytime we go anywhere, as soon as we get in the car, the first thing yep. we do is. is Same. Yeah. Up. So what's the yeah, other rule? I, masking? Masking, that's the other rule? Oh, yeah, masking. And then what, social distance? Six feet. Yeah, six, six feet. feet okay. 
Oh yeah, I, I walk like I walk and turn sideways past people. Like, I'm, do you hold yeah, your I'm, breath when you get close to people? I do that. I I don't talk is what I I figure that's yeah. the transmissions like in like when spit flies out. So I actually just I just don't try to say anything. I I I, I find myself turning my head the opposite way. Like I'll still keep, you know, breathing, yeah. but I just, I, I make an effort to just look in a different direction of if there's people ahead of me. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good rule. Ignore people. I actually, go wrong with that. Oh, that's a good rule. I'll tell you what, there was, there was one time I was really pissed, but I, I was also a little proud of myself. I was at a, a thrift store and I wanted to check out their toy section. And there was this couple and you could tell they were a couple of like real, like, lifers like like junk dealers oh yeah a couple of scumbags this uh man and woman and uh, we aspire to be yeah you'd like (laughs) and i saw my future yeah (laughs) i turned to jen and i said that's us we've (laughs) (laughs) that's us baby that's us uh no they, they 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 wouldn't leave the section and it was a small section you couldn't really like maneuver around them Right and on. and then and the guy had his mask around his chin, oh. and I was like, you know what? I can't even. For, first of all, like I, I I tried to like be cool, be casual, and try to like linger on the outskirts of that section, hoping they would leave eventually. Right. But then it got very. It was very clear. I'm like, these bastards aren't leaving anytime soon, and like the, the guy's not even wearing his mask. I'm like, I don't want to have anything to do with this. I just yeah. left. I was pissed, but at the same time, I'm like, I did the right thing. Yeah, that's that's what I do too. I'm like, I mean, you can, you can try to argue with people, but then you're just become an internet. No, that's 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 one thing I've never done is I I've never I've never imposed my feelings on anyone in public. Like I can't. Yeah. I'm like I'm not gonna do that. As as wrong as I think people are, I'm like yeah, I'm not getting in. I don't want to be. No someone, good comes from it. I don't want to be on someone's TikTok video. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I want to go viral, like fat nerd gets in someone's face, you know? <laughs> um, how about this for like the rules should be written down in the pandemic, pandemic and uh, You know, the book, the book of the pandemic. The book yeah. of I knew what you meant. <laughs> gotcha. I just had to say it out loud. I didn't, I could hear it in my head. And I'm like, Pandemicon. There you, you know, go. Well, well, I, that's that's one good thing that the, um, you know, getting jumping back to the show real quick, they are going to be enforcing whatever uh, COVID, um, uh, yeah. procedures in place. You know, that masks are mandatory no matter what. You know, so it's it's they're they're doing it safe, and it's just why they're doing it outside. Also, you know. Yeah, and and like I say, I've been to. I've been to a couple of toy shows. I have not gotten sick from toy shows, which is awesome. Um, and generally, like when people are at an event like that, they they're there because they they want to be there, and they don't, you know, they don't want to get thrown out. So they're generally going to follow the rules, which is a nice thing. Yeah. Um, you know, like we, I think that's one of the things with toy shows. They're always like, you know, we're here for toys. You know, let's let's focus on that. You know, and everybody plays safe, and and everybody pretty much does. So, um, well, you got prob- to recognize the higher calling. You know, of your that's right. You know, your collectibles. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, this is this this is bigger than you. This is all of us. You know, we need to get our stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We need our comics. We need our toys. We need our collectibles. We need that fix, man. That's right. So, but we'll we'll, we'll have uh, more information about the show as uh, as we go on. Like I said, they're they're a sponsor, so we're going to talk you know talk about them uh, probably you know every week. Uh, not only three RC, but you know they've got multiple stores throughout the area. Um, we may even have uh, John Engel back on. Like we haven't talked to him in about a year, so it'd be nice to. I think the last time we talked to him was. Uh, almost a year. I think it was last April. We I think had because, well, I do want to say just in in the past that we were the, I mean, and we still are, but we're, we were their podcast official um, convention, you know, podcast, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we were the official podcast of, uh, of the convention. It was Comic-Con. Yeah. But um, um, it's nice to have them as as actually as Patreon sponsors now too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and, and they they're 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 always good to us. I mean, like they they hosted us uh, a couple of years ago when we when we did our um, our our uh, private shopping event in the Elwood City basement. Mm. Yeah, that was Shangri-La. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and and, and and we're gonna do that again. I I, I planned that out with them uh, prior to um, the pandemic, we were going to, you know, ha- we were going to schedule another one before the pandemic hit, but uh, you know, hopefully- had them. I went to one. I see. I, I was undeterred by this pandemic because it's a basement of dollar comics and it's mm-hmm. organized. Mm-hmm. So I was like, whatever I, I'll, I'll risk whatever I have to risk for that. <laughs> right. It's it's the same. You, you follow the rules, you know. And when you leave, you wash your hands. <laughs> yeah. Pretty sure I crashed it. I think they were uh, limiting the number of people down there, and because I'm a oh, right. silent walker, I kind of just like drifted in unseen. Right. I, I I didn't know that they were doing a head count, but I just sort of like materialized in the room, and then someone like right after me was turned away. So. Mm. Whoops. Wow. <laughs> I'm a sidler. I just sort of <laughs> sidle up on you and you don't even know I'm there. Speaking of the, the Ides of March, but uh, it, I also want to point out um, that it's been one year since I think um, was the last time I went out for, for an event and that was Jared's birthday. Yeah, that was a yeah. year ago this weekend, my birthday. Oh, wow. Party. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, and that's when right before that's when everything shut down that weekend. So yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Things just started getting weird, and we were unsure of the state of things. So, so we we yeah yeah, we did not go. So uh, you know oh yeah, but no, that's fine because it was a surprise. And when my wife came to pick me up, I'm like, should we be going to this event? (laughs) Is this a good idea? She's like, yes, it is. You're going. Like, right. <laughs> Little did you know you were the guest of honor. Yeah, yeah. And hey, everyone made it. We all, we all, we're all still here. So. No, I forget what was what was the ruse that 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 she used. Friends, to uh, friends, children's. Oh, okay. 
So, so you're probably grumbling the whole way there. You're like, oh, son of a... Yeah. I was like, why? Are they, why? why? Go to this and kid's the other, I'm going to die nobody, for these kids. Nobody wants to go to a kid's birthday party. Come on. The other takeaway from uh, from that event was um, that fried chicken was so good, it set me on a path. Did um, it? Yeah, for uh, Shop and Save uh, fried chicken. It's funny you mentioned that. Well, I guess it, it's been a year, so it has been coming up. Yeah, I ate... The, we were discussing that because my wife had planned for a considerable guest list and the, uh, the COVID's had other ideas. So uh, I ate that chicken, I think for like a week, <laughs> like every meal was just that was leftover fried chicken. Wow. Oh man. It was I, good. I was, I, I actually, since I work from home, I, the shop and save is one mile from the house. I run out at lunchtime sometimes just for that, just because, Thanks to your birthday. Um, Here we go. I'm like, I must have that fried chicken. I, that, that's not where I thought you were going with that. When you when you started to say the, the fried chicken set me on a path, I thought you were going to be like, I'm proud to announce my new food truck, Scotty's Fried Chicken. <laughs> yeah. That's too ambitious for me. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll buy so- chicken from your food truck, but I am not making the food truck. Meanwhile, what no one knows is Scott is every day goes to the shop and save, gets several dozen pieces of fried chicken and, and then sells it out of his truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll yeah. It, be at the three rivers con, just like on the other side of the parking yeah. lot. That's like not <laughs> under the tents. <laughs> Cause you didn't have to pay the uh, vendor fee at that point. I'm just a guy in the parking lot selling chicken yeah. out of his truck. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, what do you, what, what's up, uh, Waterfront? You hate commerce, I guess. <laughs> this was America, the land of capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, anyway, so thanks to New Dimension Comics for sponsoring us, and we look forward to to uh, talking about you guys for a long time to come. So one thing we... I feel like the three of us haven't had a chance to talk about in a while is WandaVision. Oh yeah. Now it's over. And I feel like everyone has thoughts because I haven't, I haven't talked to anybody about this in person or via the show. We haven't, you know, like the, like the timing of it was such that the show ended and then we didn't do an episode right away. And now it's, you know, it's been a week or so and, or two weeks yeah. or whatever. A week and so, a half. Yeah. Well, depending again, it, it's February. It's on March 14th in our world right now. So it's been a week and a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, like what? Eight days, nine days since it ended. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I liked it. I don't know if I have as much, uh, the fire still there to like, I have thoughts um, as maybe there were nine days ago. I mean, when it, the, the finale, I, don't know, I think that oh boy, like part of it was like ended with like the the episode eight white vision like yeah. reveal, and then and then I was like I I don't have any more yippy skippies after that. Yeah. It's all just like going home, and it's like okay, uh, so they they wrapped it up. She's uh, got some book, and she's learning to be a, 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 a wizard, and then she'll be in uh, you know, and then and. I I thought Doctor Strange might be in it, but I, not at Marvel doesn't necessarily they cross over everything. 
I mean, they set that up because they mentioned um, that she's more powerful than, you know, the Sorcerer Supreme. Right. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah and, and was, we all know the winks and the nods, so it's yeah. you're not really getting us there. I'm um, I'm completely satisfied with how it turned out. Yeah. You know, well, that wasn't a criticism. I'm just saying. I'm. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, just in general, because I think, because I, I think a lot of people were somewhat dissatisfied. I think because they they laid out so many potential plot I think threads. That's, that I think they, that's the problem with the internet. Yeah. Twitter told me the X Men were going to be in this show. Doctor Strange was going to be in this show, and John Krasinski, Reed Richards was going to be in this show. Yeah. And I didn't get any of them. So it's crap. Well, you're obviously reading the comic book Pit Twitter feed. Then. <laughs> you know, as Dan was the one who revealed the John Krasinski connection. But um, no, I, I my takeaway for the uh, for WandaVision, very satisfied with the ending. It's very much a Marvel ending where they're like, let's have the big bad fight, you know, mm-hmm. um, like they do for every movie. And 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 I'm not disappointed by that. Um, I thought it was very good, but I will say my, I enjoyed the journey more than the destination. So like Fair. every, every, and I think that's kind of says what Jared was saying too, that every episode you're like, wow, what's, you know, like what's going to happen now? Like, you know, speculate, speculate. And then you get to the end and you're like, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think, and we lost Dan. We lost Dan. <laughs> but we're still here. We are still here. We're still. So it's recording. weird. The, the body's running, but the head's gone. Um, <laughs> so hopefully this is still this still counts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I, yeah, it it was fun. I liked it. Um, it, it was a neat adventure. Like I said, that first episode was a little weird, but it, it's you know I, I get it. It's place now. Yeah. Um, you were hanging on to like every little detail, like this could be something. Yeah. Yet it didn't. So like he. Him working at a computing factory or whatever that was really didn't have anything. So I was vindicated. That first episode was all just like fluff. Yeah. You, you could have done like a 45 minute first episode that combined the first two and probably and had a little more meat on the bone, but whatever. Yeah. A lot of, the, I think a lot of the disappointment came from the fact that the people were just ordinary and there was nothing else to them. And I think like the Quicksilver thing was a real disappointment for people. Not for um, me. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed no, that I it wasn't. Funny. Yeah, I, I liked that it wasn't um, like some sort of like multiverse crossover right. bit. Because not it's everything good. needs to be connected. You can just do little, little like winks and nods like that, and that's fine. Yeah. I think there's gonna be more of that. Mm-hmm. And that, and like Doctor Strange too. The rumor is like they're gonna like the people that were like the runner-ups to be cast as the Avengers will cameo as like the Avengers. Yeah, what I, I think what yeah, just to get back onto the the, the topic. Yeah, Evan Peters and in, in general in general that the townspeople were just generic townspeople, that they didn't have a part in it. Like I was thinking, you know, because like Jared had said, like I had all this speculation for every episode. Um and one of my things was that maybe all the people that worked at the vision's office were actually working on the vision. You know, like they were part of the the, the project, mm-hmm. um, you know, all of that. And it turned out like, no, nobody else is involved. It's just it's just townspeople. 
And that was a little weird, honestly, too, that they they left it so that an Avenger mentally harmed an entire town. They were just like, yeah, that happened. And yeah, they, and yeah, yeah. There's no comeuppance. Yeah. I saw something about that where there, there was a suggestion that this is potentially leading Wanda to be the next big bad, that this is like just a, the first step along a path where she actually does become a villain. Oh, see, I, I wonder I about that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Cause I mean, I, her, what she did wasn't like intentionally malevolent. It was an accident. So like I, it's a weird like to, to make a heal. But then again, you know, she was reading that book at the end and making all the little, mm-hmm. uh, whatever symbols. Yeah. So well, I, I may, yeah, I we'll think find out in Doctor yeah. Strange too. I I'm I'm kind of of two minds of, on it. Like I I feel like she she had a legitimate emotional and psychological breakdown, and that manifested in her creating this entire reality in Westview. But then it got to the point halfway through the season when the the facade started to crumble a little and, you know, the vision called her out on it. And she was like, you know, they, they, it was very confrontational where like she knew at that point what she was doing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Good point. Good so so I, I think that was almost like a tipping point where if if things hadn't turned out like a certain way, you know, instead of her like almost turning around and redeeming herself a little bit, saving her kids and her and the vision and the kids saying, well, let's fight for our home. And, you know, that was kind of like the good guy stuff, but it could have, I feel like it could have easily gone the other way where she delved deeper into this psychosis and it, and continue to harm these innocents in the name of, keeping her fantasy life going because that meant being with vision. Yeah. I think though that she knew that it was, there was really some really good stuff with her kids where, you know, in the dog, you know, RIP the dog. Um, <laughs> but Sparky. There was some, yeah. Sparky. <laughs> but there was some good stuff there where she was kind of being told by her conscience that she was, she had to move on, you know, like that's mm-hmm. kind of what, what that was about. She was telling the kids what she needed to hear was to move on, you know, from her losses. And I think that's what finally, she finally came to that point, you know, by letting the town be, you know, and, and undoing all, all the things. Um, but uh, I, uh, another thing I did like was, I like that, you know, it was, I don't even know what to call him, but like the manifestation of vision saved the real vision, mm, mm-hmm. you know, like he, you know, by doing their discussion, you know, and, and reaccessing his uh, memories. Yeah, I did like that. I was like, that's cool because that means it was like a handoff. It's almost like, uh, like a candle burning, you know, like a candle lit that candle again, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, and I was like, all right, I can, I can get behind this. And then I was like, there's, there's more for, there's, there's a nice opening for vision to have his 
crazy, you know, synthetic family um, storyline at some point too. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, because because yeah, because because the vision is still out there. Like that, they left that completely open ended. Yeah, which is kind of neat because I'm like, oh, geez, there's a there's a ivory vision out there somewhere, just learning, you know, probably learning about life. Now he's he. I think because they reset him back to like more android, less feeling, you know, where he's more. Mm -hmm. Well, that would follow this. I've been. yeah. Rereading some old West Coast Avengers. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and when uh, I'll go with Ivory Vision because it sounds less creepy than White Vision. Um, <laughs> and, and, and Ivory Vision does doesn't have the personality that he had prior to. So it does. Right. I guess anytime you can tie it back to that which came before, I appreciate that level yeah. of uh, care. Yeah. Can you believe this? How about this for. For irony, though, when I started buying comic books at, at, in high school, I literally bought the next issue after that. Behold the White Vision. Oh, yeah. I oh my god, I can't believe that I missed. Where's that. that? Because Scott, I was uh, okay. So I was at a comic shop the other week. It was on the wall for two hundred. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what kills me. Like I, like this time last year, those those issues were probably in quarter boxes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about that one. Was it even? You think even that one, the 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 Ivory Vision? I think the speculators were starting to gobble them up, but they weren't like that. They, yeah, that they, one. I, I found some. I got. I found like a week before that episode came out where they revealed Ivory Vision. I'd scooped up like some of the like the of those peripheral West Coast Avengers for like a dollar, dollar fifty. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm not so sure. I, that they would still be like in that hidden long box, you know, a week later. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. All that, all that stuff just went poof. Like all the, mm-hmm. it, it went, it went up for sale faster than Gina Carano's career. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, oh. <laughs> yeah. I saw like the, the, the pandemonium, the issue with the pandemonium and the, the two hands are like the kids and they're all like demons. Yeah. Like yeah. 50 bucks on the wall. And I was like, I have that one. Yeah. I, I yeah. That always, that, but, that always um, creeped me out. Yeah. I was eight when I read those. They, that was, that, those episode issues were just, yeah. Mind warping. The great Lake Avengers was like, I think the first one I ever bought. Maybe. And I had John Byrne sign it. Nice. Oh, uh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, back. This is back in like early um, Pittsburgh Comic Con days when he he was there. Wow. So, and I, you know, typically this is my John Burns story. Like everyone has has one, but um, I walked up and I I was like, uh, you know, because I'm like a kid and I'm like, I bet you don't remember doing this one. He's like, I I've illust- or I've written and illustrated you know blah 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 books in my life and I remember every one of them. <laughs> you know, like he knew he's had like some number that he threw out and I was like, holy crap. And he signed it and he's like, there you go. Well, also he's, he's John Byrne. He would, his ego would not allow him to admit that he probably forgot anything. Yeah. <laughs> I love how everybody's questioning his illustration of the twins. Like, have you seen that meme going around? Like John Byrne can't draw babies. Is that when they're in the bathtub? Yeah. Yeah. That is an awful drawing <laughs> it is an awful drawing but like i 
I don't care if, if John Byrne has one bad panel, like who cares? Like that guy. Oh yeah. Well, it's not know. that he, it's not even like, okay. So here's the, thing. it's not even like it's poorly drawn. They right. just don't look like babies. Not everyone like, can draw babies. They, they, they look like little, like pudgy middle-aged men, like just having a, having a schwitz, yeah. you know, they're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're like, yeah. Having a spa. You know. It looked a little bizarre. It looked bizarre, but like when you look at his body of work, and you're going to be like, "Oh, this guy, you know, what a terrible artist!" Like, shut up. Like, go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll forgive him that one panel. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like you know somebody with their sketchbooks. Like John Byrne, will you draw two? We redraw those two babies for me. And he's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> two pudgy guys having a spit. <laughs> 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 so so i guess the the right so the few we don't know what the future holds for vision i guess we can assume that the future for wanda aka the scarlet witch she got her her official name and costume yeah. which is pretty awesome um i guess we have to wait for the next dr strange movie to maybe get a get a glimpse of her yeah but do you think they might revisit her in another season of of this or 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 maybe not just her but like they could they could still keep the name wanda vision and tell two stories essentially like wanda discovering her news the new side of her and then vision rediscovering his humanity and maybe eventually they come back together i'd be okay with them just doing a new spin on you know like give her another show though but just like, just, they- just her own show another launch, like call it, if they want to call it something else with just call it Scarlet witch or something. Yeah. Or, or a vision show, you know, like let's have that, you know, you mm-hmm. can have vision, vision, you know, <laughs> vision, vision. <laughs> um, but I did like that. I, uh, Scarlet witch ended with, uh, the same ending as, um, Edward Norton's Hulk, you know, where you have to go to the old cabin. Yeah. By the lake. I, I, I really did. I like that scene because it, it was really neat to see that she is, you know, at first you think, Oh, she's just kind of chilling with a cup of tea in this rustic cabin. No, in the back room is her astral self. Like, yeah. Like reading the dark, the, the dark hold and casting spells. That was cool. And then she hears the disembodied voices of her children crying out for help. Right. Which is, you know, reading those old books. Um, you know, there those were souls. What were they? Sh- pieces of Mephisto's soul, or some? I don't know. And like Pandemonium had that like star on his abdomen, and then he was replacing pieces with that. They were kind of, two of the pieces, yeah. Yeah. So in that, I I don't know, but yeah, there. So there's something there where their souls were. In, at least in the Marvel comics, that their souls are independent. Like, they were not hexes. Mm-hmm. The souls themselves were real. And so. then what happened? How did they... Um, what was the story then when they... Because when they brought those kids back later on for Young Avengers. Yeah. And I think you were familiar with this. Like, how what, what how that, did that work? That's what it was, is they found out that they actually were those souls. Oh, okay. So, and they were just raised in regular families... Um, they're like reincarnated. Yeah, and discovered that they were that actually them. Weren't so. they the weren't they the kind of core characters in the uh, Children's Crusade? 
Yes, they were Sorry. the children crusading. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't just a clever title. <laughs> yeah. okay, it was them looking for the Scarlet Witch because they realized who they were. Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. It's been. Yeah. I, I should probably actually. Well, I was going to two things. Uh, I probably need to reread that because it's been a long time since I read it. And the second thing is, I'll bet that's probably going to be the next hot book. Are those back issues? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we should reread. I yeah. have them. Scott, do you have them? They're, yeah, I have those. Those are. And they're great too. That's, I those are something I even before this I don't think I would have ever got rid of. Like yeah, I would just and art it. too good. Yeah, yeah. The story and art and how they reinvented. They took the time to reinvent every single like regular Avenger into like a teen group that is nothing like the counterparts too. You know, like all of it was like reinvented. Um, even like they were like, oh, it's Iron Man. And they're like, no, it's Young Kang from the future. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like what? <laughs> yeah, so it's completely different. But you know, but it's Young Iron Man. You know, it's like how you want to look at it. Um, yeah, uh, these stuff. eBay prices aren't blowing my skirt up to like make me want to like okay. toss them out there. There's still. If anything, that's like pricey. It's like variant and st- stuff you would expect to be pricey. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm not really seeing like a bump, a WandaVision bump on this. Well, series. that's what I'm saying. I, I think be, it hasn't happened yet because I like, I wonder if we're going to, they're going to, if we're going to get like teenage versions of them and then that's mm. when it's going to happen. Oh yeah. You know, if, if yeah. we're going to get them because, because if you know, in the show, each kid had their respective colors for that character, like the, yes. the yeah. Wiccan character had like the red and blue. The Halloween speed. costumes, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And the speed character, he was dressed in like green and white, which was, you know, the the colors that they had as older heroes. You know, hey, here's some speculation for you too that I thought of. Um, so they showed how Wanda got her power from the Infinity Stone. Um, do you think that Wanda gave Pietro his power? <clears throat> or no. was he just exposed to the stone and that's what it gave him? I think it's the stone. Ah, that's a good question. Well, because yeah. what they, they kind of did a retcon in a way. Yeah. Cause they made us think that the stone gave her the power, but the stone like awoke her power. The, wolf, the, the stone the like activated a mutant gene basically. The, the yeah. Well, if, if we wanted to speak as nerds here. So did, did it do the same for Pietro or did the stone give Pietro speed? That's well, well, not only that, but how much did, did Von Strucker, you know, act, how much did he activate their powers? Because they mm-hmm. experimented on them. Maybe. Yeah. Cause my, my thinking was, I mean, yeah, if you want to use like uh, Deadpool as a reference too, they, they throw that in there that you can activate it. Um, a mutant gene. You know, so, you know, would Braun Strucker use that kind of thinking? You know, I don't know. You know, because that's like, you know, Marvel side, you know, Fox, you know. I just assume that the the Mind Stone, or is is it, I forget, is it the Mind Stone or the Soul Stone? I always forget. We'll just call it the Yellow Stone. (laughs) Yeah, I think it was the Mind. The, the, The Yellow Infinity Stone, that's the one that, 
that awoken one like like Wanda had some sort of like base power or ability or you know mystic ability already yeah. in her, but it was you know it was it was weak, it was latent, and then the stone Mind brought stone. it out of her. And then I think maybe Pietro had the same thing, like a like a some sort of basic speed power, but it wasn't. But it wasn't until the until Von Strucker got a hold of him and started monkeying around, and he brought his power out. Yeah, my my guess is my guess is that she was like, "Oh, Pietro's going to get killed if he doesn't have a power," so she gave it to him. Maybe, well, yeah, I mean, could have she could she could have she she could have hexed him. I mean, who knows? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, we'll we'll never know because I I I'm I'm assuming we're never going to see that you know the uh, that version of Quicksilver again. Oh yeah, probably not. So that they're never going to finish telling his story. Leave it, leave it to the speculators. This week's episode of Comic Book Pit is brought to you by Thriftburg. Do you need a gift that's more interesting than a gift card? Are you looking to reclaim a piece of your childhood? Thriftburg is your online stop for all things vintage and nostalgic. From the 1950s to the 1990s, they have everything from retro kitchen, dining, and barware to action figures, games, books, pop culture, collectibles, and more. Comic Book Pit listeners also get 10% off their purchase of $20 or more with coupon code COMICBOOKPIT. That's all one word, Comic Book Pit. So visit thriftburg.com and check out their hundreds of unique vintage items. Uh, do you want to? Do we want to talk about? Um, I feel like we we should jump into the other uh, the DC property of. Uh, Superman and Lois. Yes, definitely. We should. Uh, there's a good dynamic there between, you know, where we have Scarlet and Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver. And there's a dynamic in Superman and Lois. Oh, that, that's an, that's an amazing segue. We go from one set of twins to another. Yeah. That's what I was, <laughs> I was like. Maybe we should switch and talk about that for a minute. A hot minute. Yeah. Or, or, or more. Um, yeah. So, so the CW premiered uh, a few weeks ago, the uh, Superman and Lois show. And um, we are all in various stages of watching it, but um, I really enjoyed it. I was really surprised how much I enjoyed it. Like I, I figured, I figured I would like it, but I kind of straight up love it, actually. Yeah, I thought it was great. It, I like him as Superman. He uh, to uh, what it reminds he reminds me of he um, he is the Superman. What uh, Chris Evans is the Captain America. Mm, that's yeah, that's oh, a good okay. that's a good way and, of thinking. Uh, of it. And that really became crystallized in that first episode when he uh, saves that kid, and the kid's like, "Ah, cool suit." He's like, "Thanks, my mom made it." Yeah, I mm-hmm. was like, there it is. Like that's Superman, like in a nutshell. And, I like, love, and no one ever goes there with it. Yeah, yeah. That, yep. I it. love that they open the show with him doing Superman things instead of, you know, dragging it out for ten years. <laughs> well, so I, I was thinking about it today, and here's 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 how I feel about the 
like where, where the show opened and dropped this in. Cause it, the show drops you right in the middle of their lives. So I feel like, like in my head, I'm pretending that there was already like three seasons of Superman and Lois that yeah. led up to this point. Like the first season would be Clark and Lois, like yeah. uh, courting and, you know, she, yeah. he yeah. still has a secret identity. Season two is, she knows his identity and then that's the wedding season. Season three is getting, uh, you know, like learning to live with Superman as your husband. And Oh, season three is like now I'm pregnant. And now we're like, season, boom, caught up. Season, you know what? You're right. Cause season four is when you basically throw out the old script and, and reinvent. It's like, and you it did, is, like they is, did a time jump. Yeah, it is season four where they're like, okay, this is, we're leaving Metropolis too. You know, like that's a big, that's yeah. a big difference. Um, we're, we're going to kick it back to a simpler era, you know, time with, uh, you know, going back home. Yeah. It's a, it's a whole, he's like the, a whole paradigm shift where there's like Peter B. Parker in the spider verse. <laughs> this is like the Clark B. Kent, you know, Clark B. Kent. Going back to his roots, mm-hmm. you know, he's the middle-aged uh, Superman, you know. Well, that's that's yeah. the um, the benefit of having such an established character with such established mythos is everyone we know. If you're watching this show, you well, didn't I, just hear of this character. You know? <laughs> I love that they they did nice callbacks to the 1979 or whatever the you know the original Superman movie, you know. Um, because like you did, I didn't even get it until after we watched it. But when when Clark lifted the car up or the truck to show his kids, that's mm-hmm. what he did to show his. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah, that was like, yeah, that was a very similar scene. Yeah, I was like, okay, so like they they recognize that people have watched this stuff, you know, and they they recognize the, you know, the Clark, uh, you know, the Smallville Clark Kent, you know, where. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Lana or whatever? She was like, "Oh yeah, a lot of crazy things happen when you live here." You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it's it's so much is there that we don't need to rehash it again. We can just jump ahead. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 thankful for once. Yeah, for this show, not deciding to go back to the beginning and show us every piece of minutia. Yeah, that led up to the, you know, to the, like we don't need the entire origin story of the character again. Like, you know, it, but w- which is funny though, com- like compare, like com- compare it to Batman, where every time there's a new Batman movie show, whatever, the first thing that happens is his parents get shot and killed. Death, yeah, we've seen it a hundred times, and we'll see it a hundred more times probably. Yeah. You know. But but in this in this case we saw every pertinent moment of Clark's life or Superman's life in a flashback. Yeah, and it was perfect. It was like a five minute flash like yeah. flashback sequence, and it was everything was just amazing. Um. Oh, he, the other thing that I I didn't realize either until I watched there was like a special that was on after the first episode, but the, mm-hmm. that this was the Superman that appeared in the. Uh, um, oh man, you just mentioned it. I forgot the crisis crisis. Yeah. He was in all the crossovers. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, Hey, yeah, we just live on the farm. You know, here we are. And, um, 
Lex, you know, you know, he's like, oh, well, you look different. He's like, yeah, you, you know, you look different too, or something like that. And he was like, I basically don't, I'm not Superman anymore, <laughs> you know. Which, but like, so I didn't realize that was all part of the Arrowverse, you know, in, in that sense. Mm-hmm. And the actual creators of Lo- of this new Superman and Lois are like the Arrowverse people. Um, and I was like, what a departure from their other, you know, the other look and feel of all the other shows. Like yeah. that, that was a big, a big difference with this one. That's um, very cinematic. Uh, Scott, you took the, you took the, literally, you took the words right out of my mouth. That's exactly what I was about to say that oh. <laughs> the entire, which no, it's fine. The, the, the entire feel of this show is so broad and grand in scope, but it, in, in a way it's, it still feel, feels very small because it's in a small town and it's a farm life and everything is, is, uh, is scaled back. Like everything is, is a little more laid back. Um, and you get these these beautiful uh, scenes of fields and farms and sky and just open and and we're so used to the Arrowverse shows where like every other action scene takes place in a warehouse, yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> you know, with w- against another team of of uh, professional killers all wearing tactical gear, right? I mean, <laughs> like that's that's kind of the, like the go-to. So this is the, the, the entire, uh, I feel like the entire, uh, philosophy or the entire, whatever, uh, outlook for this show is different. It's, it's more, uh, I mean, it sounds cheesy to say, but I feel like it's more uplifting. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, it's, it's a, it's a good departure. And and it, and it doesn't feel like that episodic kind of stuff that the other, where you were saying like you're kind of getting a little petered out on the Arrowverse. And I think that, I think this is a good, it's a, this is like going the next step. I feel like this show, this show's like, let's raise the bar. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you. I agree. It's, it's, it's a little, I feel like it's a little more mature in its storytelling and where it's, it's about the family first and then the super heroics. And it's mm-hmm. not, there is no like bad guy of the week. I mean, yes, we know that there is a, there's a, I don't want to say Yeah. Antagonist. That's the word I was looking for. There's an antagonist out there, but it's not some mustache twirling, uh, bad guy. Yeah. You know, the, um, yeah. Like there's going to be a conflict and, and things are going to come to a head, but the the storytelling I think has been really solid. Uh, even, even down to the, you know, for, for, for all the characters, all the main characters for Clark and Lois and the two sons, uh, Jordan and Jonathan, I, I don't, I, I'm usually not big fan, a big fan of like child or teen actors, but these two like I, I buy them as a family. Yeah. 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 They, they, they really sell it. And, and I buy them as brothers, like where they each have their strengths and weaknesses and they balance each other out. And you don't have a stereotypical, like, Oh, he's the, he's the cool jock. who's real popular. And he's the other one's the, the moody loner. It's like they each have their highs and lows. Yeah. And, you know, and sometimes 
you know, they got me on, and they got me on the switcheroo too with the, uh, like just watching it. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe they both have powers or maybe, Mm -hmm. you know, or they're going to manifest differently. And then they're just like, nope, it's this way. You know, like the, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and and not only that, but I, I think there's there's you know it's only three episodes in. There's so much room. Oh yeah. And there's so much time for them to. I feel like everything is going to change. I don't think anything that they've done so far is going to is is written in stone. Right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's what it is too. It's like they're going to be like, okay, well we did all this, and now we're going to reinvent it again. You know, at some point. Mm-hmm. You know, I was um, texting with a couple of my my high school chums last week, and we were uh, chatting about this show. And I said, I, I don't know how they make a show that looks this good, that is written this well, and you know, is this compelling, and then not do a Batman series. Oh yeah. I mean, they are, they're, you know, again, they're only three episodes in, but I feel like they're, they're really knocking it out of the park with this show. So how do you not then eventually tackle your, you know, your other flagship character? I think that's what it is. They want to, they want to do something new. Like they, they probably are like, we haven't hit that spot yet where we think we can go with Batman, you know? Yeah. So they're just like, yeah, we haven't hit it yet, but when we do, Mm-hmm. Well, also, you know, Batman is so tied up in so many. I mean, they're they've got the new movie, then they're they've got the Gotham City PD show on HBO Max that they're developing. So I don't follow um I don't follow Batwoman, but I but I know that it opened with basically Bruce was missing. Uh, Bruce Wayne had been missing, like. That's part of the, the yeah the, the Arrowverse is that he's just not available, I guess. Yeah i I didn't finish watching the first season, mm-hmm. and i I think I only watched the first episode of the new season just to see the new Batwoman. But yeah, it's very it's very vague. I mean, they they yes, like she was writing. I mean, the first Batwoman was writing letters. To the brutes, you know, kind of like chronicling, like, hey, sorry for using your stuff. You yeah. Um, so they kind of made it. Uh, they kind of made the point that that Batman wasn't available, you know. So right. Well, well not only that, you know, it's, uh, not only that, but they they also, I don't even say hint. I mean, it's very obvious that like the the, the Wayne Foundation or the Wayne whatever the business name is, the, the company is, I don't know, shut down. I mean, like the, oh, yeah. the, the building is empty except for uh, <laughs> Lucius Fox. Yeah. And honestly, I think the other problem is that, you know, they've done a lot of Batman stuff with the arrow. So that know. is true. Yeah. Arrow is essentially Batman. <laughs> right. So like they might be looking at it like, what can we do with Batman that we didn't do with Arrow? You know, mm-hmm. they just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. 
I guess we're, you know, we're not going to see a Batman show anytime soon, especially like I said, with the, with the new movie that they're working on. I mean, who knows how many movies Robert Pattinson is contractually obligated to make or right. how many, you know, if he's going to appear as Batman in some other, you know, Fran, other series or movie, or, you know, if he's going to be in that Gotham's, you know, the, the Gotham central show. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Well, is there anything else uh, we want to, we want to talk about? I would like to add something real quick. I know we yes, were sir. just talking about the CW shows and you were talking about, um, how good Superman and Lois is, how much you're enjoying it. And like, it's, uh, it, it does kind of feel like the next phase of CW of the Arrowverse post crisis. Um, you know, I love flash and, and you know, I'm, I'm a loyal viewer, mm-hmm. but, um, it, it's a little, I, I, I hate to be critical because I know what's happening. Like I know that they're piecing together those episodes from la- from before the pandemic hit. Mm. And with man, it's just it is time to put a pin in that storyline. Wow. It's going on forever. And then you got rid of Ralph and Sue, so you have even less material to work with now to yeah. try and assemble this. And so it, I mean, that storyline was dragging before the pandemic, and it is dragging now. No, let me dragon. Let me ask real quick, just because I'm I'm a little behind on it. Is this where? It, uh, I'm not sure if it's the storyline where is it Iris is still yeah, caught in, yeah. in, in the, pretty much in just the mirror continuation. Yes. Oh it, my God. It's just continuing that. I, th- I thought they would have resolved that immediately. <laughs> well, they were like four episodes shy. They had like four episodes ago to finish the season when they got, when everything shut down uh, last year. That's right. I and so like, this is like, I don't even think this is new stuff. I think this is like stuff that's cobbled together. I know some of the stuff is cobbled together from what pre, pandemic and um because there was a stunt mm-hmm. in the first episode and i remember seeing the behind the scenes on like instagram of like filming the stuff like grant gustin's instagram he's like yeah we filmed this stunt but it's probably not going to show up and then it's like oh, i recognize that little maneuver and uh <laughs> so, yeah and now with ralph and sue gone like you there's like two characters that you already had like a lean roster to work with because everyone's it's convenient. Like everyone's like on a trip this week. Like, like Cisco's on a trip or Chunk is on a trip. It's like, um, and, and Ralph and Sue are in hiding. So like it kind of left off. Like I was a cliffhanger before it shut down and there was a slight time jump in their narratives that they, that they did to sort of like bandage this up. So Ralph and Sue have gone into hiding because they're being pursued by the law. But, um, yeah, there's, it's just like, you can just tell it's just duct tape and chicken wire putting these together. And, uh, yeah, I think the new stuff is a few weeks off yet. And to wrap up this, uh, mirror master nonsense. So what's, um, so, so let's look at the roster real quick of CW shows. So <clears throat> obviously arrow is done. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the flash. Uh, this is the last season for Supergirl, correct? Yes. So, and then this is also the last season for black lightning. I think, is it? I thought, I thought so. 
I thought they were going to just end it. Like so what teams, is it? Right. What is it? What does that leave us? So start star girl. Yeah. Stargirl Brandon Lois. I star girl doesn't really tie into the universe. Does it yet? Not, not yet, but I think they're, yeah. Which John which, Wesley ship's going to be on it. So there's your, Oh, okay. And, Oh, and, and legends is legends ending anytime soon. I don't think so. I think legends just keeps humming along. I it's really peer down. So like next year, like your 21, 22 season, you'd have what flash in season eight, which is what, that's what arrow went, right? Or arrow go nine. And arrow, arrow had two more than flash. I think, I think arrow went eight seasons. Eight. Okay. Yeah, that, so flash cool. will tie arrow for, for like longevity. So Flash, Superman, and Lois, Batwoman, Legends, and Stargirl. Like we're just being generous. They're just saying like this is it. So mm-hmm. that's your Legends that's your roster. Is, um, yeah, Legends never has it never has to end. Like they could just keep going and just put new characters yeah. going forever. Well, because they do short seasons and it's designed yeah. to have a rotating roster. It's so. a, it's the sliders of modern television. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I was I was gonna say it, it like at this point, Legends just feels like it's a like a mid season replacement or like yeah. a, like a summertime show. Like it doesn't yeah. really. Um, it's just there for fun. It's not really like because uh, Brandon Routh is off of it now, right? Yeah, didn't he leave? He okay. He oh, left yeah. last season. Yeah. So who's left on that show? Uh, White Canary, Constantine. Uh, yeah. McRory. Don't, don't don't cry for legends. I think it they got a good formula where they, they can just keep plugging and playing people in and out. Yeah. I no, think, I'm not. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not. I think, it, well, I think it has a good survivability rate. Yeah. They're just like it'll, it'll keep keep living and keep reinventing. You know, it could be like the supernatural. You know. CW shows yeah. and go for 15 seasons. Because I mean, it did reinvent itself once already. So it's really come a long way from where it started. Yeah, if you look at where it started to what it is now, it, it definitely did a reboot, mm-hmm. soft reboot. It, it started I think around with, third season. Yeah, it, w- w- the first couple of seasons, it was very, uh, very much felt like a it, more of a comic book based type of show. Now it's just like. I don't know what this show is, but I mean, not in a bad way, but just like, well, like, it's a show that's got nothing to lose. And so that mm-hmm. seems to be, it's embraced that. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I mean. Like it's a show that doesn't, it, 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 it has cast off its comic book shackles. Like it, it really doesn't matter what these characters are now. Like the fact that they are, you know, superheroes is almost like secondary or, or tertiary. Like I mean, that's, you, that's not even a thing. You could say it cast off its comic book shackles, or you could say it's embraced it. I mean, it's like a silver age comic brought to mm-hmm. life. That's true. So, I mean, it depends what era of comic you want like to tie into. It's wacky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's silver like, age. It's like when the Simpsons moved their focus from Bart to Homer, you know, it's like they just, <laughs> they found new freedom. You know, they found new stories there, and I think that's what it did. So, like, we we are unchained now. Yeah, it's less focused on Laura Winslow, more focused on Steve Urkel now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> now, who who had the toys? <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. You want to be the daughter that just went upstairs one day and never came back, or you want to be uh, <laughs> Stefan or Cal? You know, it's. <laughs> I've been thinking about that show and that character a lot lately. I don't know why. <laughs> they did that a lot to show. What was a uh, what was Richie Cunningham's brother's name? Chet or something? From oh, Happy geez. Days. Yeah, the older brother that yeah. I didn't even realize that was a thing. I didn't I read about that. And then the Married with Children also wrote off the, the the new son, I think, too. Seven? Was his name Seven? Yeah, or something like that. But they told him to go up to his room to play, and they never mentioned him again. <laughs> yeah. As a show that could do that, though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, is there anything, uh, anything else we want to mention real quick before we sign off? No. No, sir. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Comic Book Pit. This has been episode 380. I'm Dan, and with me tonight, we've got Scott. All right. See you all on the flip side. And Jared. Bye. (laughs) Don't don't count. March the 400. There you go. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.